You are listening to Gems for Success. Our aim is to empower you to push to your limits, achieve your goals, and promote growth in your life, businesses, careers, and academics. I'm your host, Yabirago, and I'll be having a heart-to-heart conversation with people from all walks of life who are at the top of your industry to share their knowledge and journey on how they elevated to their capacity and to help others achieve their goals and live their best lives. Hang on tight because we about to drop the gems. Today's quote is, everyone should smile. Life really isn't that serious. We make it hard. The sun rises, the sun sets. We just tend to complicate the process. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Gems for Success. On this episode, I'll be having a chat with Ellen Osei. She is a Ghanaian American occupational therapist, a humanitarian, and a model. Ellen's passion involves helping women and children navigate beyond physical and mental health challenges to reach their fullest potential. She is the co-founder of Raising Hope, a nonprofit organization dedicated to providing support and resources for the disadvantaged orphans and children with special needs throughout the African diaspora. She is also the founder of Theraplay, a pediatric occupational therapy practice that provides private and community-based workshop and services that supports family in adapting their lifestyle to their child's special needs. She is currently a doctoral candidate in the movement science program with speciality in occupational therapy at Columbia University. And I cannot wait for her to drop the gems today. Well, thank you so much, Ellen, for joining me on Gems for Success today. I am delighted you're here on the show, and I cannot wait to dive in deeper with you. So welcome to Gems for Success. Thank you. And no problem. I mean, it's it's always an honor for me to feel like I'm actually pouring back into uh, the community have been, um, I guess, you know, following me and the things that I do. So um, I appreciate the invitation. Well, thank you. Thank you. So um, for listeners that are listening to um, listening to this podcast and do not know who you are, who is Ellen Osei? Okay. So Ellen Osei is um, someone who has uh, definitely uh, been evolving over time, uh, but the things that I would say I identify most with right now, I'm an occupational therapist. Uh, I work with children who have special needs, and that is something that has been dear to my heart um, and has helped shape who I currently am um, right now, um, and has been like a huge part of my journey. I'm also somebody who is considered a mentor, and I also... I love working with um, women and just being able to tap into um, their purpose and doing that in a very creative way. Well, yeah, you know what? I mean, that sums up exactly who you are because <laughs> I've been watching you on Instagram, as I mentioned before, and you are an inspirational to a lot of people. And I always say you really don't know who's watching, but I've been watching you for a very long time. Your initiatives are one of those initiatives that people, of course, um, like me, 
look up to and always looking forward to see what's out there for me to actually, you know, gain some from, something from. So thank you. Um, so um, I just want to ask you one question. Are you a sunrise, a daylight, a twilight, or a nighttime? Hmm. I would say that I am a twilight person. Mm. And I mean, and I say that because that's the time of day where I feel that I get the most inspiration. I get the most, um, I get visions. I, I pop up in the middle of the night. And then most of the time when I pop up in the middle of the night, I ended up, I ended up staying up, you know, and seeing kind of like that twilight and dawn kind of period happen. Mm. Um, so yeah, I would say I'm a, and I, I just, it feels good. I feel like I um, was able to get ahead of my day, you know, and, and get a head start and I don't feel like I'm behind. So yeah, that's my time. Wow. So you are a twilight. Most of your ideas and creativity comes during that time. That is quite interesting. I actually would say I am, I'm not a daylight. I'm not a sunrise. Um, I think most of my ideas flow out throughout the day but I think majority of them comes in the nighttime when I have my time or me time I should say when I have the time for myself to sit down and reflect is when most of my creativity and idea comes comes in mind but yeah it's quite interesting that you are a twilight so my next question to you is can you share your story or your journey as to how you became an occupational therapist and the co-founder of Raising Hope Africa? Well, funny enough um, that you, you're starting with that question because that's that was the beginning of me like truly tapping into um, walking in purpose and, and serving in purpose and um, becoming an occupational therapist really happened. I stumbled upon the profession um, really kind of by happenstance. I was doing a pageant. So it's no secret that, that I'm a pageant girl and I've done a lot of stuff with pageants. And um, at the time I was doing Miss New Jersey USA and I was trying to develop a platform that I wanted to run on. And I ended up looking into, I, I've always loved children. And for some reason, at that point in life, I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do with children, but um, autism at the time was, was like the prevalence was rising for some reason. And I was really interested in finding out how I could support children who had autism. So I uh, was going to Montclair State University at the time doing my undergrad degree. And at the, on the campus um, that I uh, was at, there was a children's center and I went there and I asked them if I could um, work with some of the kids there that had special needs. And there was a child there that had autism. So they allowed me to be like a teaching assistant and to kind of be like her one-on-one. -on -one throughout the summertime. This was like before the pageant happened. And so while I was uh, shadowing and well, I, while I was working with her as a, as a teaching assistant, I had to take her to her different therapies. Okay. And during that time, she was receiving occupational therapy. But at that point, I, didn't, I had no idea what it was. I just knew that after three months from like June to August, um, this child made so much progress. I mean, she went from being like completely nonverbal, no eye contact, um, completely low functioning to being able to look at me and smile and hug me. And it was just so moving um, that I just, I, I spoke to the lady. I'm like, what do you do? Like, this seems so amazing. And she's able to make so much progress. And she said, I'm an occupational therapist. Wow. There, um, I, and I was a, a junior 
in undergrad. I didn't know what, what I was doing after that. I, I did psychology as my degree. And I said, this is what I'm going to do. And from there, like, I just went forward with the journey. And I didn't win that pageant, but I just continued to stay on this road of advocacy for children who had special needs, especially autism. And um, then that's when I kind of moved forward to, okay, well, if this is such a, a big thing happening in the U.S., it must be going on in Ghana, where, where I'm from as yeah. well. So then that, that prompted me to do uh, an, a campaign for autism awareness and advocacy in Ghana, which around that time, there, uh, which was about 2011, there wasn't really much going on at all. And at that time, too, I had entered into the Miss Ghana USA pageant. Um, so I got second runner-up in that pageant, and that, and that was my platform as well. Well, I didn't win that pageant. There was an organization that reached out to me that uh, said that they wanted to sponsor my platform just based off of me. And this is another reason why it's really good to just sometimes to just put yourself out there. God is telling you to do something. It might not be perfect right away, but uh, really just, you know, listen to what your gut is telling you because I ended up pretty much winning everything that the, that the winner would have gotten, you know, a round trip paid, you know, to Ghana, you know, got my whole platform supported. And through that, uh, Raising Hope, part of Raising Hope was born. Um, and because we realized that not only was there not support for children who had these different types of uh, needs and abilities, um, but there was also just in general um, children who were in, in need of specific resources and in need of encouragement and support to just be able to live a life that um, is more optimal. And my mom, um, funny enough, I know you were talking um, before about how um, in your, um, or you guys adopted a village. My mom had a, adopted a village uh, in Dodoa. In, uh, mm. And she was having so much trouble like providing food and, and, and supplies and support for the children. Um, and it was so hard to just get funding and support for them because a lot of these organizations, if they don't have like a mutual um, interest in Africa or, you know, if they're not doing any type of business there, they, they really aren't interested in supporting. So we decided to kind of be that middleman and come in and um, raise the funds for her so that she could support them. And um, so it's a, our mission with Raising Hope is to support children who are, who are orphaned or who have special needs or are just generally less fortunate throughout the African diaspora. And from there, we went from just supporting uh, the children in my mom's village and the children who have special needs in Ghana to um, every year putting out basically a call for anyone that's working with a group of children within those realms, mm-hmm. whether again, it's a child with special needs or they're just generally less fortunate or orphaned and um, allowing them to um, basically send us like a proposal. And if we select them for the year, we dedicate all of our time and our resources to making sure that they get the support they need. Wow, wow, wow. Thank you, Ellen. That is such a powerful story um, that you just shared because um, many times, you know, we think that we got everything figured out. We think that, oh, this is what I want to do, but God always has a better plan. Mm-hmm. And, um, and especially with pageants, a lot of people do view pageants as just a beauty um, thing where people just go just to, you know, show off their beauty and whatnot. But you were able to actually turn that into something positive. You found your purpose through the pageant that you did. And, um, and that is such a powerful story because a lot of girls 
out there are suffering from a lot of like low self-esteem and pageants are one of those you know, um, platform that allow people to really gain the confidence and for you to even be able to gain confidence to go on stage and be able to, you know, develop your career and also your nonprofit organization through the pageant and creating initiatives, effective initiatives, um, sustainable initiatives through that. It's quite powerful. Um, and, and I was just wondering, cause I know that you, um, you ended up becoming like pageant coordinator mm -hmm. and also, um, you know, doing a lot of like mentorship and like you're also a humanitarian and also a model and also a wife. You, ha you wear a lot of hats, right? Yeah. Um, how are you able to balance all, all those like, you know, tasks and like, you know, how do you keep everything together? Okay. So um, this is probably where uh, the saying, you know, making sure that you uh, are pouring from a glass that is uh, half full and not half empty uh, becomes very important um, because it became a lot. I mean, on top of all of that, you know, I've been completing my doctoral degree at Columbia, uh, which is no small task at all. And I was doing all that while being a pageant coordinator. Um, I was also, um, you know, and that was before I even got married and now I'm married and now I have a child. And, you know, I was also working and trying to fulfill all my passions at once. And I think that I had to take a step back and I had to realize that none of these things are going anywhere. Um, and it's, it's there and God gave me the vision to do it um, because he wants me to do it. But it's, there's just no race for me to get it done because it has to be done in a way that um, is going to be impactful and is going to, um, have a, a deeper meaning and I felt that at one point I was just doing things to try and keep up with mm. the fact that I had already put myself out there or I had already put the project out there and then I had to ask myself well why am I doing this am I doing this so that it looks like I'm keeping up with everybody or am I doing this because God wants me to make an impact in people's lives and I had to just let go of my ego and Social media can be one of you know their biggest enemies. It can it can be a really great resource business wise if you're using it properly, um, but you get into this habit of just making sure things look like they're together. But if your life is actually not together, then you're actually going to crash. And I feel like I've had a lot of those moments. If I'm going to be transparent, where you know I was put trying to put things together and trying to do too much at once mm. and crashing. Um, so, and there is a, a way to manage it all, but it's about creating a, a foundation and a solid foundation for yourself first, because the way you run your businesses and your passion and your nonprofit is going to be reflected in the same way that you run your life. And if your life is all over the place, guess what? Eventually those things, while they're good and, you know, you have great intentions, um, are also going to end up being all over the place. So I had to really like scale back and think, okay, what does God want me to do right now? You know, what are the immediate things that need to get done? And how do all of these, all of these things kind of play into one? Because I started to also realize that all of my, the things that have been on my heart that I wanted to do, um, they actually all play together. Um, and that's a part of, you know, the whole process of uh, rebranding that I've been going through. Um, with my organizations and that's why I haven't you know really been active at the moment but I told myself that it was okay and I think that's something that we have to really be able to tell ourselves is if we're really doing this for 
a greater purpose, you know, a greater meaning, and we're not doing this to just look like we're doing things, um, then it's okay. And yeah. your role is going to still be there. No one is going to do something the way that you do it. You cannot compare yourself to, to other people and their journey. You don't know what people are going through. Um, and for, forget about what they may say or if they may talk about you or whatever it may be, because mm -hmm. that's not why you're here. That's not why you're doing what you're doing. So, um, yeah. I am, I, ha I took a, a big, big, big um, chunk of the last two years almost now to just really uh, reorganize and focus on um, finishing some major things, um, one thing at a time, and then also blueprinting. Um, mm -hmm. And also just being able to trust and, and let go a little bit too. I'm, I'm one of those people who um, I'm very protective and I don't trust a lot of people with a... <laughs> <laughs> with the things that I'm doing and with my uh, with my ideas and I've been burned a lot in the past you know it's a lot of things that you kind of learn along the way um, mm -hmm. but being able to just have like a spirit of discernment that kind of tells you you know like who who's okay to you know we're not meant to do anything alone like God did not cre create us to you know have these these big visions and for you to be able to do it by yourself otherwise you wouldn't need him let alone, you know, not anyone else that's serving as a vessel on this earth, right? So everybody plays a role, you know, and just really understanding what my role is in the things that he's given me and um, creating an opportunity to then also share with others and uh, make, make the platform bigger because, again, it's not about me. You know, it's about um, getting this work done um, to save the souls of people and to also, like you said, like build self-esteem and encouragement and, um, you know, there's so many plans I have for that too, but you know, I'll save. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Ellen, thank you so much for sharing your truth and being so transparent with me on the show today. I am so grateful for the gems you just dropped. And I myself had to take some time off to really reevaluate why I started some of my initiatives and to really, um, you know, refill my, 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 my soul, I should say, because there was a time that I was really, really burnt out because I was just doing so much, you know, and I had to kind of take some time um, away from a lot of things to really rethink, reorganize my thoughts, and then come back with a, a whole new fresh ideas and a whole new fresh me. So I, I totally understand where you're coming from taking that time off is super important because it, you know, it determines where you will go in the next, you know, few years. So in, a, in, a, in the near future, but one thing that I think has stuck with me that you said was creating a solid foundation for yourself first. And that is super important. Create a solid foundation for yourself first, because the way you run your business and your passion, your nonprofit is going to reflect in the way you run your life. Thank you, Ellen, for this. I really, really um, appreciate the gems that you dropped today. Pray the same for sure. And we're, <laughs> we're here to be living examples, right? Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So, um, what do you wish you had, you like, you know, you had known when you first started out? What do you wish you had maybe even changed when you first started out? what i wish i would have known is that so it, it's a, it's a two it's a two-edged sword because on one end um i am a firm believer in, in serving before you can actually leave um mm -hmm. because it's it's 
um, pretty much impossible for you to be a leader if you've never served um, for anyone before. Um, and if there's any area like that anyone is like passionate about or anything that they want to go into, it's almost like, okay, like you're not going to just become a doctor if you haven't gone to school. And, um, or no one's going to trust you at least. You can, sure, but I mean, I'm not going to let you operate on me. And um, it's one of those things where for yourself um, and then just also, I guess, for the purpose of maybe even expanding a, a vision that God may have given you, um, it's very important to um, serve under, under other people. Now, that doesn't mean that you have to feed all of these people, all of your ideas and your dreams and your, and your resources, um, because some things are are only meant for you to understand at that moment. And that's something that I wish I would have understood because I found myself um, in these different organizations that I, I worked um, for trying to force my ideas and my visions within theirs. Mm. Uh, and it's like, there's on this journey of you becoming this leader and doing whatever it is you were called to do, only certain people will, the people that are meant for the journey will understand it and the people that weren't will not, or they may cast it down or they may tell you that you sound crazy or they, they just won't get it. And this, and we have to be able to also discern, you know, what's good advice and kind of like constructive feedback versus somebody just not being a part of, you know, your vision and your plan. And some things are not meant for you to, again, interject into someone else's. You might be just there to serve, to learn from those people, you know, to build a certain skill set. And of course, to pour into them also. You're not just, you know, taking away, you know, the things that you're learning from them. But um, you're, you're there to you're there to, we have to remember what serving is. And sometimes I feel like we try to, um, or at least myself, I, you know, I was trying to, um, I was pretty much jumping into a leadership role in, in positions where I should have just been serving um, and kind of just building, you know, what it was within. And I, I was excited, you know, I wanted to, I had these great visions and I'm just like, wait a minute, well, this can, you know, I had this great idea. Maybe this can work with this. But there's a saying in the Bible that you can't put new wine in old wine skins, mm. you know, and it's, you know, because it won't be able to hold it and it'll break. And it's one of those things where um, certain platforms are maybe too small for the vision that you have, you yeah. know, um, certain platforms may not just be, may not just be appropriate for it. And God, God has a way of redirecting you. Like if you <laughs> are not supposed to be doing something somewhere um, he has a way of giving you warning signs and red flags. And then all of a sudden, like, he will just remove you in the most drastic way. You know, you may, it may be something that you don't understand or you're devastated or you're sad or whatever it is, but it all makes sense. And yeah. Something yeah. I wish I would have known. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So it, God is our GPS. And I always say that because, um, many times we really think that we know what we're doing, but he always has a better plan for us. And I really echo what you said, serving before you lead. Um, it's important for us to serve and sometimes even, even lead from the back, you know, um, many of us try to put ourselves out, out there so much without really understanding the purpose as to why we we're putting ourselves out there. And when you serve, you become more humble. You be, you tend to understand exactly what the problem is, what, what you're trying to solve. And you're also, also relatable, right? Um, you're also able to give back more than you ever 
thought you can give. So serving before you lead, I really um, echo that a lot. So thank you for dropping that gem today. And um, I mean, I know right now you've, take, you've taken a step back with a lot of things that you, you're doing right now and you're rebranding, but are there any challenges that you have gone through and um, or you have encountered um, during your journey and like, how did you overcome those challenges? Challenges that I encountered. Um, okay, well, number one, I think like I had mentioned a little bit before was just uh, learning how to let go, mm -hmm. um, trusting, uh, not, and there was a, and it's so funny because it was kind of like a defining moment for me in terms of my faith also. Um, because then I, I realized, I'm like, wow, like how many aspects of my life am I really trying to be in total control of? And how is that um, in the long run kind of leading me to um, not, not do as well as I wanted to, you know, um, and just and not trusting. And I think because of, you know, the bad experiences that I did have with people, I transferred that to other things that I was, that I was doing. And um, that became a challenge because it was like, okay, well, I don't want to do anything with anyone. I'm going to do everything by myself, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and I was perfectly okay with that. And, you know, and so I got burned out, you know, until I realized that I really was just doing too much. And I was just like, you know what, I'm just going to disappear. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know what? Um, I would, I, I, I would touch on that because a lot of times, when we have we have big ideas we have this awesome ideas sometimes we don't want to share it when we do share it um we are hoping that we will get people on board that have the same um vision or understand your vision but many times you get people that do not understand your vision only few do will understand your vision that's fine um however it's always good to kind of um have the spirit of discernment to know exactly who um who you can vibe with and who is who is on your side, who is on your positive side, rather than, you know, your negative side. Another thing that I realized too, is just making sure that it's people with the same um, mindset and mentality. So not that they only possess the resources or the talent, you know, um, and that they, they're saying that they're of this, of, they have the same kind of passion, but like you said, using that discernment to really know, like, is this somebody that, you know, spiritually I'm aligned with, because that's the point that I'm at. Like spiritually we're not aligned then I don't care if, you know, you, you want to donate a million dollars to me, it, it may not be worth it. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And that's key also. Yeah. It's very true. All right. So, um, what advice would you give to anyone or someone that wants to follow like your footsteps or have the desire to follow your path, similar path as you? I would say, um, that it's very important to, just make sure that you continue to run your own race, um, that you continue to just look from within, look where you are and just make it, just make sure you keep your why in the forefront of everything because it, it becomes very easy, especially when you're in like the creative planning stage to just see what everyone else is doing. It's like, oh, okay, well, I want to add that too. Or, okay, I want to do something like this. And then you'll start to realize that, you know, there's a lot of, maybe there, maybe some other people who are doing things that are similar and then you get discouraged, you know, because you feel like, you know, they're doing more or you should be at a different level. And uh, comparison is, is the, is the enemy. Mm. Um, it is a thief of joy and um, you just don't want to get distracted. You know, just stay focused, right? It's, it's 2020, this whole 2020 vision thing. 
I mean, and not to be like cliche about it, but it's really about just um, staying focused and being confident in, um, in who you are. And yeah. maybe there may, there may need to be some time to really step back and find and evaluate how, how does this align with who I am right now? Or do I even know who I am right now? And it all starts there, really. It all starts with just knowing who you are. Wow. Thank you for dropping the gems and advice. Um, so what is next for you? I know right now you are brand, you're rebranding and you're, you've taken a step back a bit. So what is next? I mean, once your rebranding is done, once you, you feel like you're fully ready to come back, what is next for you, Ellen? Okay. Well, I guess I can definitely give a little teaser without giving too much, you know, because um, I'm also a firm believer in, you know, not letting the left hand know what the right hand is doing, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> very true. Very spiritual on this, on this podcast today. <laughs> but um, I definitely want to continue to provide a, a platform for um, just being able to support and mentor women um, and also continuing to support um, children with special needs. Uh, but just being able to, and like you mentioned, I used to do a lot of work with um, with pageants and I was able to find my purpose through doing that. And I just want to be able to create a way for women to be able to find that inner beauty and that light um, without feeling like they have to, um, feeling like they have to be under the pressure of doing something like a pageant or um, just feeling like they have that opportunity to just explore and find who it is that they are. Um, so that is pretty much what is in the works for me. And um, I want... I want people to really be able to know that, you know, their beauty really doesn't come from their physical appearance, mm. you know, but their beauty comes from them being able to operate from that, that light that they have within, from that passion that comes from within. And some people need help, you know, yeah, finding it. Or some people need, need that um, encouragement to be able to um, put themselves out there in a certain way. So um, that's, how much I can give you without giving you too much. <laughs> <laughs> I, I totally understand. I totally understand where you're coming from. Um, but thank you for, for at least giving us a little teaser as to what is coming up next for you. Yeah. I'm definitely looking forward to it. I'll be watching. <laughs> as I'm always watching, I'll be watching. But yeah, do keep me posted once it drops, you know, and let me know however I, however I can help. Um, I, w- I would definitely um, lend my hand to you. But um, thank you so, so much, Ellen, for joining me today. Um, it's been such an insightful um podcast insightful session a conversation with you um, i should say and um i really really hope and i really pray that you know whatever you're you're doing right now it will take off to the level that um you never even expected you know and and i i really hope that you know you continue to inspire people and continue to inspire me through your work and and yeah and just continue to let people like me continue to learn from you. So um, thank you so much, Ellen, for, for dropping the gems today. So I will be ending the podcast here. And um, so if someone wants to reach you or um, wants to, I guess, talk to you or anything like that, how would they be able to reach you? Well, I also want to say thank you for having me and thank you for creating this platform for people to be able to um, benefit from because it's it's uh, equally as important and it's inspiring for me too. You know, we're all in this journey together. So um, God bless you and thank you. And I want to tell you to keep on pushing no matter what. 
Thank and, you. Um, if anyone wants to follow the journey and be updated with what's coming, um, for now, they can follow my personal page, which is Miss Ellen O, M I S S dot E L L E N dot O. Okay. And, you know, I'll, I'll definitely have a link to the, uh, the organization pages on there as well as things um, take back off. And that's on Instagram. Thank you for tuning into Gems for Success. We hope you enjoy this episode. Your feedback is very, very important to us. Please feel free to email us or leave a voice note on our anchor platform. And we hope you got the gems.